Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program that survived the weekend. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Miss 305. She's Miss 956. She's missed 915. She's missed 469. She's Ashley Pickle. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of different area codes, but uh, I respect yeah. it. it. It is. It Hi, is. friends. Uh, today is Monday, April 17th, 2023. It's 220 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Redman. Redman is turning 53 today. He's like an adjacent member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay, that makes more He's sense. He's like a satellite member. Okay. Method Man, Red Man, kind of they were the kind of the drops in for the party every now and right. then. But right, isn't right, a, right, right, like they're they like he would be connected with them, but like he's not. It's that's like it's not, he's not the Rizza, the Jizza, the yeah. you know the Ghostface Killer. Makes sense. He's kind of a Jace. Anyway, happy birthday, Red Man. Uh, it's episode one thousand five hundred seventy-four on today's show, folks. On today's show, folks, we got headlines from across the state, including some big-time high school football maneuvering and. Texas named a quarterback. We'll talk about that coming up here in a moment. In the back half of the show, big exclusive for the little old Texas football today. Yeah. We will be joined by the new athletic director of the University Interscholastic League, the UIL, Ray Zapata. Ray Zapata was named the athletic director of the UIL on Thursday, and I believe this is his first interview since then. Let's go. So we will be joined by Ray Zapata coming up here at the back half of the program for our exclusive interview. So look at that. Uh, so we hope you'll stick around for that. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. Um, my mom cries a lot. Nick Morton. I'm sorry, what? Zill0678 and Andrew Christensen. Welcome in, fellas. Did you back up for a second? My mom cries a lot. C-R-Y apostrophe S. Okay. I hope your mom's doing okay. Shout out moms. Shout out moms. Put that on the lower third again. We just have that standard. Like, like <laughs> welcome to Texas like, football today. Shout out you know, moms. We just need we we need like a like a like a like a a stinger. Yeah. Where it's like just like pops up. Like, hey, you know what? Shout, Shout out, out moms. moms. <laughs> Boom. <Shout out> moms. <laughs> we can do that. We say that enough. Anyway. All right. 
pickle. Let's start with some headlines from across the state of Texas. And first, it came down Thursday. We're going to be joined by him in just a minute. But uh, the UIL has a new athletic director. Ray Zepeda will be the new athletic director of the UIL after a search to replace uh, uh, Dr. Susan Elza, who went to join the staff at uh, Nebraska under Coach Matt Rule. But uh, they have found Ray Zapata, the athletic director of, of SciFair ISD, to become their new athletic director. He's been there since 2016, been the head of them uh, for then. He'd been in uh, coaching and administration uh, for, uh, uh, for a hot minute for 30 years, I believe. Uh, he's a former head coach at Mathis, mm-hmm. actually, if you want to go back in his coaching career before he got into administration. He is a, uh, I think that, we'll talk with Coach, uh, oh, I guess Coach Zepeda. Uh, <laughs> uh, he hasn't been a coach in a minute, but um, we'll talk with him here in a minute. But he is a guy who is, uh, I think that, obviously the UIL is a big organization. So Cypher ISD, They've got 13 high schools. Mm-hmm. And so if you're talking about a guy who has experience in the big kind of uh, dealing with big organizations, he certainly got that. Um, and he is a Texas A&M grad. He's a Corpus Christi Flower Bluff grad. Uh, and he will uh, he will he will be in charge of the UIL from the athletic department uh, perspective. So uh, big news coming from the UIL from Maynard Road last week that Ray Zapata will be the new athletic director of the UIL. We will talk with him coming up here in just a minute. So stay tuned with that. Pickle, it was a big spring game weekend in the college football ranks. It was. And I'm not going to go through each and every one of them. I encourage you to subscribe to the Republican football feed. I bet all of those guys and gals will mm-hmm. be having their recap of their own spring game. Plus, the Republican football will probably have a lot on that uh, when Ish and Craven and Mallory link up next. Mm-hmm. But if there was a if there was a headline to come out of there, because I think spring games are grain of salt a yep. little bit right yeah uh there's not usually i think we're, we're kind of looking for meaning yeah. we're like it's the same thing that we always say come at the end of the season of like how much stock do you actually put into a bowl game yes. you know it's the same kind of thing it's great but well if there is a headline to come out of it from the state of texas it came from austin mm-hmm. where steve sarkeesian after their spring game came out and said hey we got a starting quarterback and it's quinn ewers um Quinn, he, the, the quote was, I thought Quinn was really efficient today. I think it's pretty clear to say that Quinn's our starting quarterback, and we feel very good about that, end quote. So that obviously means that it won't be Arch Manning. It won't be Malik Murphy. Uh, there's going to be now a, a battle for that backup spot between Murphy and Manning for the backup spot. I think this is... Okay. Obviously... He wouldn't say this just to say it. Right. He wouldn't say this just to do, you know, just to, you know, if he didn't feel like Quinn Ewers was going to be the guy. Yeah, the backlash would have been too much to just throw something like that out there. I also think this is a very savvy move by him because otherwise, if he didn't name a starter and we went through the entire summer, all it would be was who's going to be the quarterback. It's going to be quarterback controversy. This is Steve Sarkeesian, I think, smartly nipping it in the bud mm-hmm. and saying nope we have our guy we can talk about the backup competition if you guys want but that is much less sexy mm-hmm. right uh i think this is an intentional move that obviously if quinn ewers had gone out there and gone 0 for 23 right and throw six picks 
this would have been a different conversation. But I think that I think Steve Sarkeesian went in thinking that Quinn Ewers was the guy, and all he needed to do was not implode in the spring game. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He went sixteen to twenty three hundred ninety five yards and a touchdown. I think that was. I think this is a pretty savvy move by Sarkeesian to just quiet everything down mm-hmm. and be like, "We're gonna have a boring ass summer, mm-hmm. a boring off season because we're not gonna have a, a. We're not. I'm not gonna get talked. We're not gonna talk about all the time. Who's your starter? Who's your starter? Who's your starter? Mm-hmm. We've got a starter. It's Quinn Ewers. You could quit talking about it. And guess what? He reserves the right to change his mind sure. at any point in time. He doesn't have to be married to that, but it nulls it out. Because we talked about that with the way that Jimbo answered who's going to call the plays. Yeah. Now, the only thing that anyone can talk That's, about is who's going to call the plays. You're exactly right. That's a great, great mm-hmm. comparison. When it's like you could have just lied. Lie! <laughs> just go out there and be like, it'd be like, uh, you know, Bobby Petrino's going to call the plays. Yeah, or we hired him for a reason, we didn't hu- we? We hired him to call the plays. Done. That's it. He's going to call the plays. <laughs> That's it. That's all you have to do. This is, to me, Sarkeesian, this is a smart move to just be like, nope, he's our starting quarterback. End of story. Go find another story to write about. Yep. Because with the Arch Manning hype, and, and especially with Malik Murphy looking pretty good in the spring game, there was always going to be those questions. Now you don't have to deal with those. So Quinn Ewers named the starting quarterback at Texas. To the high school ranks, but we will start with a... a oh, I'm sorry. We've got this. You're right. Uh, the the NCAA, we talked about this with Greg Powers, uh, our recruiting analyst on Wednesday, uh, but the NCAA officially approved those changes to the recruiting calendar, essentially shifting it so that you can now get contacted at the end of your sophomore year instead of the beginning of your junior year. That's mm-hmm. the big one. And then also moving around dates uh, and things like that. So um, those have become official. Uh, they were in front of their committee, and now they moved to the full vote. They got the approval. Yeah, that didn't so, take long at all, no, surprisingly. They, <laughs> they moved relatively quickly, I think, because they wanted to get this in before those dates this, recruiting, this recruiting cycle. Right. And so now they're like, all right, now you've got six weeks to plan for June Dope. 1. Yeah. Of when you can when you can start contacting so, uh, guys who just finished their sophomore year. So those changes to the recruiting calendar have been approved by the NCAA. Now to the high school ranks, yeah, and this is of. a high school college <laughs> hybrid. So it's a nice little segue. It is. SMU has been looking for a uh, a position on their staff uh, for a director of scouting and high school relations, and they have found it in a local guy, uh, James Brown. Like uh, the head coach at Mansfield Timberview is stepping down to join Rhett Lashley's staff there at uh, as the director of scouting and high school relations. Our friend Alex Brown, uh, mm-hmm. I believe, is now their general manager, is what they're calling him. Uh, like he's in charge, player director, basically like director of player personnel, right? Uh, and like running the like the roster construction. Uh, and so James Brown from Mansfield Timberview is going to become their director of scouting and high school relations. I believe reporting to Alex Brown uh, there at SMU. Uh, he's a guy who has been uh, very successful there. He's 113 and 80 uh, most uh, uh, most recently at Timberview. He has been he's 79 and 50. Uh, last year was exceptional, making it all the way to the regional final. Uh, this is a guy who is an El Paso guy. He went to Andrews High School. Uh, he played under Alan Sepkowitz there. Uh, he played at UTEP before then, and uh, and yeah, before he wrapped up his uh, after his career wrapped up there at Andrus. So uh, a big move there. Mansfield Timberview is open as SMU has hired James Brown to be their next uh, high school relations uh, director of high school relations and scouting uh, there at SMU. Elsewhere, 
Staying in the DFW Metroplex, uh, Clear Lake is looking for a head coach. Now, that's not in the Metroplex, but <laughs> where he's going is he's going to be the new offensive coordinator at Allen mm-hmm. um, as uh, Coach Lee Wigginton has hired Larry McRae, the head coach at Clear Lake, to become the next offensive coordinator there at Allen. Um, he's a guy who has been there at Clear Lake for seven seasons uh, and, and uh, back, best years back in 2017 when he led him to an 8-4 and four mark, uh, led him to the area uh, playoffs twice, uh, a well-respected coach there in the Houston area, making the move up to the DFW to become the offensive coordinator at Allen. Larry McRae will be the next offensive coordinator at Allen. Uh, up at Texoma land, uh, a little surprising here, yeah. especially considering the timing here, but Sherman is looking for a head coach. Uh, Corey Kane uh, is going to be the uh, the next head coach or, or is going to uh, stepping down. He's resigning after just two seasons. You may remember he was their defensive coordinator at Allen before he took the job there at Sherman. When 8-12 and 12 overall in those two seasons there, uh, he is going to finish out the school year. Uh, he's their assistant athletic director. Uh, he'll finish out the school year. Uh, interested to see where he where he moves uh but this is a pretty big situation here at sherman this will be a big hire here mm-hmm. uh matt step notes on texasfootball.com that they've made some big facility upgrades there on campus there at sherman they have a bond issue coming up for a new on-campus stadium football stadium uh and furthermore there's a chance they move up to 6a in the next realignment so this is a big hire coming up here uh for sherman so keep an eye on that as uh, as we will uh, as sherman looking for a new head coach here uh and as uh, as uh, Corey Kane has stepped down after two seasons. Uh, Denton Braswell uh, has... Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. That's the one I'm doing. Uh, Fort Ben Dulles has made a hire. Fort Ben Dulles uh, has uh, gone to the Houston area to find their next head coach uh, as uh, Bill Gary. Bill Gary, who was most recently the quarterback's coach at KD7 Links, will be the next head coach there at Fort Bend Dulles. He's replacing Shane Bird, who uh, is moved into a private private enterprise, I believe with his family business, down there in the in the Brass Valley. Uh, and so Gary is a guy who's a 30-year co- veteran of coaching. Uh, he was the offensive coordinator at Fort Bend Clements and Fort Bend Ridgepoint. He's been at the staff at uh, at KD7 Lakes for the past three seasons. Uh, he is a native of Plano, so this is getting back up toward or getting back up. Or so he's down there in the Houston area. We will see what happens there. But Fort Bend Dulles has hired Katie Seven Lakes assistant Bill Gary to be their next head coach. Now we can talk about Den Braswell. <laughs> Then Braswell has made a hire. They've hired Kent Laster uh, from Waco University to be their next head coach. Cody Moore uh, stepped down to become the offensive coordinator at Rockwall Heath. Uh, And Kent Laster has spent the last two seasons uh, at Waco University. Um, This is a Waco University program that I think put together one of the best turnarounds in the state last year. Um, He took over a program. He was there for for two seasons. Uh, 2021, they went 0-10. Mm-hmm. 2022, six and six, first playoff appearance and first playoff win since 2009. Yeah, it was huge. And furthermore, four of their losses, they went six and six. Four of those losses came by a combined six points. They yeah. were in every game, and they weren't Wake- to easy opponents either. No, Waco U has been a program that has been a bit of a doormat for a while. I hate to say since Ladanian Tomlinson left, but kind of. Uh, and to get them to the playoffs is a remarkable turnaround for Kent Laster and company. Uh, and now he's going to be the next head coach there at Denton Well, and I think that that was especially highlighted just because of all of the success that we have seen out of other programs located in the same area. Like, it made it seem like Waco U was doing even worse. You know, yes. 0-10 is one thing, but even worse than they actually were because of all the success that we've seen out of the Waco area Absolutely. down there. 100%. Um, 
let's go to back up the DFW Metroplex. Grapevine has made a hire. They've hired uh, they've hired uh, Bob DeBessy, the uh, the uh, to be their next head coach. He's being promoted from the offensive coordinator position. That name may ring a bell uh, if you were a uh, if you were a a Bobcat fan. Uh, Bobcat fan. He was the head coach at Southwest Texas State, then Southwest Texas State, mm-hmm. from 1997 to 2002. Uh, and he's he's bounced around a, a little bit since then. Uh, he was he spent two seasons at AM Consolidated, but he's been at uh, for the last two years. He's been the offensive coordinator there at Grapevine under Mike Alexander. Mike Alexander leaves to go take the job at Flower Mount Marcus. They have promoted from within Bob DeBessie, the offensive coordinator, is going to be the next head coach there at Grapevine, former Southwest Texas Bobcats head coach. <laughs> go Bob's SWT. Uh, out west, way out, way out west, which is ironic because it's East. Correct. Lind. <laughs> um, Eastland uh, has moved quickly. Uh, their head coach, James Morton, is stepping down. Uh, he's been in the coaching game for 31 years. Uh, he spent the last seven as the head coach there at Eastland, going 51-33. and 33, Six playoff appearances in those seven seasons. Unbelievable uh, he was <laughs> He was probably, if you know that name, uh, he was the, their best year was in 2020 mm-hmm. when they made it to the regional finals uh, with a guy named Baron Morton as their head coach, who is now, or as their quarterback, rather, who is now at Texas uh, Tech. Texas Tech. Uh, they moved very quickly and promoted uh, – their, uh, they promoted their offensive coordinator, uh, Bobby Schumann, to, or rather an, an assistant, Bobby Schumann, to be their next head coach. Uh, so they promoted Bobby Schumann. James Morton is staying there. This is reported by our friend Evan Wren at BigCountryPreps.com. He is staying there as the for an athletic director only role, but Bobby Schumann will be the next head coach, head football coach, rather, at Eastland. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Elsewhere. Uh, let's go to uh, Mineral Wells. Seth Hobbs, uh, their head coach and athletic director, has resigned. Um, he's been there uh, for the last two seasons, going eight and thirteen in that in that span. Uh, and they very quickly named their defensive coordinator, uh, 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 Clint Clayton, to be their interim head coach. Uh, they're going to post the job. Um, he'll oversee it for the time being. Uh, Clay- Clint Clayton, their defensive coordinator. I would have to imagine he'll be on the short list of guys, especially as we get later and later in here in in the off season. That he that just be has the, to formally be the head apply fo- head football coach. Yeah, uh, but we'll see. For now, he's going to take over as the he's going to take over the role uh, that Seth Hobbs was filling in the off season. They will post the job and they will see uh, the field applicants. But for now, the defensive coordinator is their interim in Clint Clayton as uh, Mineral Wells has come open. Finally pickle let's go out to el paso speaking of promotions uh bernardo luna has been promoted from his defense coordinator spot to be the next head coach at el paso burgess uh neil routledge uh, was promoted from uh to uh el paso isd assistant athletic director uh and uh luna who's a mccallan guy uh is going to be their next head coach uh he is uh, he played college football at alpine in, in alpine at solar state uh, he had a, he was position coach at PSJ North before he moved to El Paso to become the defense coordinator at El Paso Jefferson. Then moved over to Burgess. He's been on their staff since 2015. Now it's going to be the next head coach there for the Mustangs as El Paso Burgess has promoted their defense coordinator Bernardo Luna. So uh, that is all the news that's fit to print. You can find all the latest news and notes on TexasFootball.com. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Now, a word from our friends. 
born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. The 83rd KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship, the most historic and prestigious event in senior golf, kicks off an unprecedented run of major championships coming to PGA Frisco over the next 11 years. From May 24th to May 28th, join us as the best golfers over the age of 50 compete to have their name etched on the Alfred S. Bourne Trophy. Past senior PGA champions have included true legends of the game like Sarazen, Sneed, Palmer, Nicholas, Player, and Watson. A limited number of hospitality, pro-am, and ticket opportunities remain available for you to be a part of the first major championship at PGA Frisco. And keep in mind, corporate clients and ticket purchasers at this May's KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship will receive priority access to offerings at future major championships held at PGA Frisco, including the 2025 KPMG Women's PGA Championship and the 2027 PGA Championship. Visit srpga.com for more information. Pickle, there was big news down on Manor Road uh, last week, the headquarters of the University Interscholastic League, uh, as they announced the next athletic director of the UIL as SciFair ISD athletic director Ray Zapata. We are pleased to be joined on the phone line now by UIL director of athletics Ray Zapata. Mr. Zapata, how are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for for your time. Uh, what has the last week been like for you? It has been uh, it's been pretty crazy since uh, Thursday at three o'clock. And so uh, my phone at one point started to melt <laughs> with all of the text message and phone calls. Um, but it's been a good thing. I think any time that you have news like this kind of break to be able to hear from so many different groups of people, you know, former players, coaches, uh, people that I've worked with, uh, people that I know throughout the state. It's been it's been a really a fun weekend. Uh, this is a big job as director of athletics of, of the UIL, uh, you know, the, the largest organization of its kind in, in America. Um, and, um, you know, there are some people who, who this job may not appeal to them. For, for you, what made you interested in this job as UIL athletic director? I think really, first and foremost, the ability in, in this role to really serve a large number of people that I really care about. You know, this starts with the many student athletes across the state of Texas. Uh, followed by the coaches and athletic administrators that serve those athletes. You know, I, I coached in a variety of roles in this great state for really over 20 years, and I know how important and consequential the UIL is to what we do as practitioners on a daily basis. And I think 
further in my past decade, last decade of being strictly an athletic administrator, I would even say that the UIL has been even more consequential and foundational, foundational to what I do on a daily basis. So with all that in mind, I really jumped at a chance to serve the people that make interscholastic athletics go in our state. Uh, you have been at uh, SciFair ISD uh, since 2016. Uh, you've, you've seen it grow. It seems like it just keeps on growing. Now 13 high schools out there at SciFair ISD. Um, and, and I know that that has been home for you for a while. I know that you're really excited about the about the, getting the job there at the, at the UIL, but are there are there mixed emotions uh, with, with leaving a, a job there at, at SciFair ISD? Uh, absolutely. You know, actually, I had been here three years prior to that as the assistant AD. So, you know, really, this has been my professional and personal home for the past decade. Uh, this is a wonderful community that absolutely supports the role of athletics and really extracurricular activities in the educational process. And, and I'm really heavily invested in our process of continual improvement here in our athletic department. And I love the people that I get to work with. So I have such a great respect for our coaches and our other athletic administrators, and uh, they've really become family to me. So the thought of leaving them is really, really rough. But I would say that that is countered a little bit by the people that I will be working with at the UIL. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to spend a good deal of time with them this weekend at State Soccer, and I'm just really excited to join their team. We're talking with Ray Zapata, the new uh, director of athletics of the UIL here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation hashtag TF Today. So then, so then I've, I've got to ask you, Coach, whenever you got the call that that that, that this was going to be uh, your job, uh, what was your your initial reaction whenever you uh, you you got the call that hey, uh, uh, Maynard Road is waiting for you? Well, I think this was one of excitement with uh, mixed with a, a being a little nervous as well. I mean, I really foresee this as a challenge for me professionally and personally. And I think that we all have to stretch ourselves at times to continue to grow and develop. And, and this is really a growth opportunity for me. Um, but I'm excited about it. I'm excited for that challenge. Uh, obviously, I think when you make a move like this, it, it comes with a little bit of trepidation. Uh, but I would say probably more excited than anything else. Um, I, w I do want to ask you about kind of the the near-term future of the UIL you know there there's there's always challenges on the on the horizon and and some of them you see coming and some of them you don't uh I'm interested from your perspective where you sit right now what do you foresee as being maybe the most pressing challenges that you're going to have to face there as as athletic director well I think with the UIL I think one of the main things that we do especially in athletics is trying to maintain competitive equity and uh, that be that is becoming a little bit harder and harder as Texas is growing so quickly, you know, specifically in the larger urban areas of the state. And I know that you're very well aware of the many ideas that are out there about how to best address that. And I perceive really from my vantage point here in Fair that there really are no easy answers to that challenge. So managing that growth and ensuring that we're maintaining a competitive equity, I think that that's going to be a challenge really probably for the next decade. And, and then also with many of the headlines that have really come up this past school year, upholding and defending really the, the rules, uh, the UIL rules that are put in place to to level that playing field for all concerned and making sure that we're uh, having a, promoting a, an atmosphere of compliance. I think that that's, that's, that's a challenge, especially today where, you know, you look at the, the climate public education that is sometimes leaning to a prioritization of, of the individual 
at the expense of a larger group, uh, I think that, you know, that can be difficult. Uh, I know our culture is sometimes demanding instant answers and accountability and, and sometimes devalues reason, deliberation and consistency. And, and so, you know, I know that all of that can create issues. Uh, and, I, and I know it has created issues for me here in SciFair, and I would expect that would even be more of a challenge as the AD. Uh, with that being said, I think that the answer to those challenges is to stay as plugged in as you can to the different constituents across the state, the coaches, the athletic administrators, our communities, and try to just make sure that the UIL is being deliberate and consistent uh, based uh, about what they're doing based on the feedback that we're receiving from those folks. Uh, one last question for Ray Zepeda, the athletic director of the UIL here. Uh, Coach, I think people know you from your role there at SciFair ISD. Maybe they know you as former Galena Park head coach or Mathis head coach. Uh, but I would like to direct your attention to the 1987 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, <laughs> and specifically page 231, if you'll open your open your hymnals, uh, uh, where... Under the Flower Bluff Hornets, coached by Coach Ron Newman, uh, it lists a 5'9", 150-pound split end named Ray Zepeda. Uh, what kind of scouting report can you give us on uh, on this young man? Well, first and foremost, I would say that I'm a little bit insulted because, uh, you know, I was probably 5'10 and 165 at that point. But uh, what I would say is that the, Ray Zepeda's passion greatly exceeded his talent. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think that my coaches really created a great personal confidence in me as a player. Uh, Coach Newman was a great mentor to me, um, role model. And it really wasn't until many years later when I was actually coaching that I realized that I probably was not as good as I thought I was. Mm. And uh, that that belief that my coaches put in me is, a, is really a special thing. And I think it's something that athletics does for kids. And I think that everything that we do as coaches should be to build up kids and allow them to grow through their participation in, in, in our activities. And I know that I certainly did that as a Flower Bluff Hornet uh, way, way, way back in the day. And uh, my hope would be that in this new role that I'm able to influence uh, the coaches in our state so that they can continue to serve this real critical role for kids. Because I know that at that time in 1987, I thought I was one of the best football players in Texas. And uh, I, I know now that that was not true. He's Ray Zepeda. He's the new director of athletics for the UIL. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again uh, on, the, on the new job. And uh, we look forward to talking with you further down the road. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate what you do to publicize these great activities in our state. Absolutely. There he goes, Ray Zepeda, the athletic director of the UIL. Join us here on Texas Football Today. Uh, it's interesting, something I was thinking about, because he was he was the head coach at Mathis. He was the head coach at Galena Park. There, mm-hmm. I think it was like uh, about nine seasons. I'll check my work here. Uh, yeah, he, he coached for nine years as a head coach. Um, he's actually the first head football coach to hold the role of UIL athletic director since uh, Cliff Oldenwald left in 2010, I believe, whenever he was, uh, uh, whenever he was replaced by Mark Cousins. Um, and so it's been more than a decade, uh, nearly 15 years. Uh, obviously, uh, Dr. Susan Elza, she knows her way around football, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that, that she or, or Dr. Mark Cousins didn't know their way around football. Uh, I mean, she got hired at Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, but as far as being a head coach is concerned, you know, she was a uh, softball coach, right? Mm-hmm. She was yep. like a real, a really talented softball coach. Yeah, softball coach at Allen and then had moved up to their AD role. And, and then and Mark Cousins was a kind of a 
a career administrator. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's been since Cliff Odenwald that we've had a, a, a football coach as the athletic director, which is it's, it's interesting. Yeah, you know? well, and especially because you continue to look up the, the hierarchy of the UIL there and you realize with between Dr. Jamie Harrison and Dr. Mm -hmm. Brightup, a lot of basketball knowledge yep. there, which is which is really cool because we focus on football so much. Sure. I feel like sometimes we forget, oh, yeah, they're representing everyone. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they're down at the girls and boys golf tournament right now, oh, you yeah. know? Absolutely. Um, but it is, uh, it, so, so Ray Zepeda, the new athletic director of the UIL, um, you know, big challenges ahead, I think, for everybody who takes this role because Texas is a big and growing and diverse state. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but uh, it's 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 exciting to to have a, a new man in, at, at the helm. You know, yeah. we're obviously big fans, Dr. Susan Elza. Mm -hmm. uh, but but, you know, Ray Zepeda uh, seems like he's up for the job. It's well, we'll miss him a lot uh, from our perspective, too. Uh, Cypher has yeah. always been an unbelievable uh, partner with Dave Campbell's uh, Texan Live. So yeah, that's where, right. when we got the news, we, it was it was a big yay boo scenario yeah. for us because we were like yay this is awesome he deserves it and then it was like oh gosh darn it you know like he's yeah, leaving like, sci-fair <laughs> yeah it's like you know yeah it's like it's like a friend is, is like it's okay well now yeah. i gotta make a new friend friend yeah over here so uh, uh anyway. but no very excited for him yeah. but appreciate everything he's done for yeah. us down there at sci-fair so the new ad of the uh uil ray zapeda i believe he's going to start in june mm -hmm. is, yes is when it could start so that's yeah, what he's going to finish out sci-fair isd and then and then in june he will take over uh, so we appreciate him hopping on with us let's go over to ashley pickle for america's second favorite segment final thoughts um if you haven't checked out our Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Dave Campbell's TF. A ton of video content being pumped out every single day. Um, but specifically, Craven and them are doing their uh, Eyes on Texas podcast and they have yeah. uh they have video there and i don't yeah. feel like a lot of people know that so there's a ton of video content but youtube.com youtube.com slash dave campbell's tf yeah go check that out and, go and subscribe check it out. and hit the bell smash that like button yeah yeah you can subscribe to youtube for free so hit the subscribe yeah. button it doesn't cost so, you anything go do that um i'm trying to think if i have anything else to tell you and I don't like you. You know we don't talk off air. So once no. this, once the show ends, this is like, like your only opportunity. Uh, no. I guess I'll just talk to you tomorrow. Cool. See you it's tomorrow. Do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Ray Zapata, the new athletic director of the UIL, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please give me your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Math Tuesday on Texas Football. Math Tuesday. Today.